now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. I get the kids pack. I don't need any more food than that. Do you guys get a lot of like food and drinks and snacks when you go to the movies? No. I don't. I have a yeah. I have to pee too much, so I don't drink anything. Oh, there yeah. <laughs> the AMC app now has run pee integrated, so it lets you know what time during the movie you can go no, to the bathroom. I won't get up. I would just stay there and suffer. I almost oh. exploded during Jurassic World. You need to order one of those things that they advertise for people when they go to to sporting events, oh. where where you can like pee down your your pants leg and it has a little receptacle at your ankle. I if uh, Endgame ends up being three hours, I might have to get a catheter installed. No, just just where it you know <laughs> depends. Just wear wow. <laughs> wow, this is where we went, huh? That's where we went. But that's yeah, where I, we. I, it's where we live, sir. It's, no, it's where we it's, reside. We're talking about actually where we go. What well, nice, very good. <laughs> oh, you, Amy. For the times you go to the movies, do you do you like snacking, or are you a strict no snack? And you can tell the truth if you smuggle your home baked goods. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm taking in my own candy that I got from the Dollar Tree, and I'm I don't know. Uh, I don't know about a beverage. I'm one of the I'm one of those people that will probably have to get up. But the last couple times I went to the movies, I went to uh, a movie tavern, which is where they you know you order food and they bring it and yeah. you eat it there at a counter. So, um, and that went fine. So. Yeah, we uh, our local AMC um, has the expanded food offerings, but it's not a fork and screen. Um, there's one at the Menlo Park Mall where you sit there and you and they have waiter service, waiter service, and you can just get reorders through, um, you know, at, at your seat. Now, in that situation, I'd be like, Nick, it's got to be a movie that I really kind of don't care if I miss five to ten minutes of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, um, I don't like going to the ones where they serve you a bunch of food. Well, you know, it's a completely different experience because the movie becomes secondary. Yeah. yeah, they they um, spoiled the ending on two of them. The two times I went, what? both times as the big climax is coming, here comes the waiter. Here's your bill. No hurry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's when you awful. just need to. That's when you need to just flash them the hand. And if the hand's busy, they talk to the hip. Yeah, like the first time I went was during I saw Watchmen. There's a particular line in that movie. It's just one line that basically explains <laughs> the entire plot. And yeah. when he sent down the bill. <laughs> was when the guy said the line, and I missed it. I didn't hear him. So I don't. You mean they needed to turn the audio up louder for you? Yeah, turn it up or what? Just uh, just slip the bill or make just give it to me on the way out. I can be I'm not running anywhere. Interesting. They should have it where you pay on the way out, like Cracker Barrel, and yeah. they need the to have shop. one of those cash registers where the change. I want to be able to shoot. I want to be able to pay in the app. Yeah. Because then it's done. It's perfect. It's right there. I don't have to have my card over or anything. Just yep, here it is. But uh, yeah, when I when I go to the movies, if I get anything, I'm getting the kids pack, which is funny because people are walking around with you know tubs of popcorn, <laughs> and and these and these 32 ounce oil barrels of soda. 
and I've got my little kids pack. It's a little, you know, little bag. You know bag. what's incredible about that, though? You get the little kids pack and the popcorn's like, you know, that whole thing. Then you yeah. go to the, the small, the medium, the large. The large costs like 75 cents more than the small. Right. <laughs> and it comes with refills. Right. Well, the, well, any size drink comes with refills if you're AMC Stubbs member. Plug. Not a not a host <laughs> of the show. Um, but, uh, They're not a sponsor. But can be. Not a sponsor. But, um, yeah, so any size. But the kids' soda is 12 ounces. I don't need more than that. I really don't. The, so. the thing is, if you do need more than that, you don't want the problem that Nick's talking about where you have to get up and miss part of the movie. Exactly. I get a bottle of water. Yeah, you can do that, too. A cup of water. Yep. Now, our place has refills on the popcorn, too, but you have to get the large popcorn to refill it. Yeah, I think um, for refills of popcorn with any Stubbs member, I think with only large or the bucket. And the bucket is large. Oh, yeah. Don't you... <laughs> And don't they have it where you like buy the medium, but they give you the large for the medium price? Well, it, well, they they stopped doing that. You basically oh. get the next price down because I think people were complaining. But I don't want a large popcorn. I only need a medium popcorn. So instead, you get the medium popcorn, but they charge you the small price. Yeah, I, only, only, I only buy popcorn for my wife's sake because she'll demand it. Well, that would be a treat. Yeah. You know what else Baker. is a treat? Our listeners. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Butter and Bacon. We discuss the good stuff of Disney. And treats. My name is Polly, and with us, as always, is Amy. Yamy, hi, Yamy. Hello, you Polly. I'm I'm here. Uh, spring is just around the corner. I'm oh, excited not soon about enough. There's all kinds of snow. <laughs> spring be I mean, it man. Spring had better be imminent. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> like either that, or I'm gonna go and hunt. We down riot. Like, we <laughs> and I'm going to say, listen here, sir. What is wrong with you? You lied to us. You schemed, you bamboozled, <laughs> and you're going to have to pay for it. I'm going to be like in Beauty and the Beast when they're, you know, kill the beast, where they got those those torches <laughs> and everything, and they're storming the castle. It's going to be Punxsutawney Phil at the other end. I mean, Punxsutawney Phil, what a punk, man. What a punk yep. he is. So he he's going to have to hide, you know, underground or whatever. I'm, I'm going to nice. come after him. I'm going to come that's, after him, man. That's natural. But you know who we won't be coming after is Dean. Hi, Dean. How are you doing today? That's Punxsutawney Phil from now on, I guess. Punks. Punks. Nice. I am doing great, Polly. We did have a foot of snow, and spring is two weeks oh. away, and those things don't usually go together except they always seem to go together here in the Midwest. <laughs> yes that's true and probably not getting a foot of snow with us again is nick hi nick how are you i i'm now picturing a uh, beauty and the beast remake where amy plays gaston and she's attacking the goat <laughs> i mean well okay let's think of all the ways that i'm not like gaston number one not a dude not a dude. <laughs> Not muscled. <laughs> Not you are muscled. Don't don't have a big pompadour. We can recast the role and make it any any it's way true. we want. Getting there today. No. But where we are is spring is around the corner. It's also March, and March means madness. March means C-A-A. brackets. So yeah, March. NCAA Amy. Which is yeah. going to be, which is not the topic of today's episode, though. <laughs> that is coming soon. Once the teams have been announced and the brackets have been announced, we will be having our butter and bacon bracket challenge hosted by Amy. 
um, which I'm really looking forward to. But we're going to do something for this March. We're going to do brackets of things within the Disney sphere. And today we're going to do brackets of the Pixar movies. Um, I sent over to Dean the bracket that I came up with, courtesy of the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate critic score, ranking the top 16. We did have four movies not make the cut. They just missed being those bubble teams and didn't make it in. But I'm going to turn it over to Dean to uh, host the rest of this episode. So, Dean, take it away. Yes. Uh, first, I want to know what those four films were, yeah, sir. We I was going to start with that, Amy. That's fantastic. Nice segue. Amy, Thanks. maybe you can guess them. Filling the role of Seton Hall this year. Uh, <laughs> four. Well, they had a good win last night. Maybe they'll make it. But as of last I checked, they are among the first four out, according to Joe Lenardi. And I didn't realize until Paul put this together that we're up to 20 Pixar films now. Mm-hmm. So the four that just missed the cut making the top 16, The, good dinosaur. the good dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's a good idea. Nick, would you like to guess the other three? Yeah, go for it. Give you a very okay. blatant hint. They're all dinosaur. related in some way. They what? They are all related in some way. Yep. Well, the, well, the other I three have, are. The, the good dinosaur and then the other three are all related. <laughs> Are they the four I said I haven't seen? I don't know. What are the other three? Uh, I don't know. What have you seen? Cars 3. That's one. Yep. Brave. Nope. That just made the cut. Uh, uh, Finding Dory. Also nope. made the cut. Nope. Uh, Related uh, to Cars 3 and on the outside looking Cars at Cars 2. Cars and Cars 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so None rank- of the Cars films made it? Right. No. Pa- Paulie pulled this. It's ranked by Rotten Tomato scores uh, sometime mid last year. And The Good Dinosaur was your lowest-ranked Pixar film, then Cars, Cars 3, and Cars 2. Now, let's that clarify. That is shocking. No, well, no, no, no. Let's clarify. It's not that they're bad. It's the lowest of the Pixar films. What is, what's the Rotten Tomato score on Cars? That, that's a, not a bad movie. It's under 50%. Really? That's shocking. Yeah, it, the, uh, there was a distinct drop somewhere in the 12 to 13 range. Or 13 yeah, to there 14. was. Something like that. Uh, it's 14 to 15. Uh, everything 14 and up has a Rotten Tomato score in the 90s. So Pixar's put out at least 14 very good movies, according to Rotten Tomatoes. The last two in are, and we'll get there, but I'll tell you now, it's Monsters University and Brave as your 16th seed. And then The Good Dinosaur is a 76 score. Cars is a 74. Cars 3 is a 70. Cars 2, the one Pixar movie I haven't seen, is a 38. Don't even. <laughs> well, that one's horrible. It's just one not. Just not like the other. So. Yeah. The unfortunate thing about Cars not being included is that that's one of the films I've actually seen. So, yeah. Oh, uh, that's a bummer, man. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the only other thing that I put forth when I thought of the topic uh, is that in order to properly give our vote whether or not we would vote for one movie over the other, you should have seen it. However... <laughs> If you haven't, your vote can be swayed by the people who have. <laughs> well, it's a good thing also that we have four people because odds are that <laughs> there will be three Lots of, of us that have seen it. And if there needs to be a tiebreaker, Nick right. and I can just fist fight. Yeah, so. and of the, 20, of the 20 Pixar movies, I'd seen 19 of them. And the one I hadn't, The Good Dinosaur, not in, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so there you go. Nick and I will be probably be fist fighting at some point during this episode. <laughs> so yeah, stay, stay tuned, tuned for that. 
I'm in the same boat as Pauly. I've seen 19 out of 20, and I've seen parts of Cars 2. I've fallen asleep during it at least twice. <laughs> You'll fall asleep <laughs> another couple times. <laughs> so it is it is the lowest ranked one. I do not have to worry about it. It's headed over to the NIT of Pixar films. Where it's still going to lose. I haven't seen all of Ratatouille because I keep falling asleep during that one. Well, that's the music, though. Yeah, the music, music is, is delightful. It, it could it be is. the food coma, too. I mean, oh, yeah. that's right. So I've gone ahead and ranked these 1 to 16, and uh, Pauly has aptly named the division. So we have the rendering division, headed by Toy Story 2, your onesie. Overall number one seed, Toy Story 2, facing off against your 16 seed, Brave. And in that bracket, Inside Out is the two seed, and Finding Dory, the three seed. In the modeling division, we have the number two overall seed, Toy Story, facing off against Monsters University, overrated, and it's two and three in that bracket are Up and Monsters, Inc. The number three overall seed, you'll hear a theme here, is Toy Story 3. So yes, the three Cars films were 18, 19, and 20. The three Toy Story films are one, two, and three. Right, soon um, to be four. Soon to be four. And Toy Story 3 is facing off against A Bug's Life, also underrated. And the two, three there is Coco against Ratatouille. And then in the storyboard division, we will do Finding Nemo as the overall four seed and the last of the one seeds, taking on Incredibles 2. And then the and Incredibles is your two seed and Wally the three seed there. That is maybe my favorite matchup. But we're going to take these much like we've done bracket shows in the past. So we'll start right in your rendering division and we will jump right in with Toy Story 2 against Brave. And I will start with Nick. Nick, any thoughts on those two films? Uh, well, I have not seen Brave. Oh, so he's out. But I have Maybe. met Meredith at <laughs> Disneyland. <if> that, <laughs> uh, that experience was probably better than the movie, just saying. <laughs> oh. um, I will be... It would be hard-pressed to talk me out of voting any of the, for any of the Toy Story movies over any other ones. Those three are, like, three of my favorite movies ever. Well, there you go. Yeah. This has to be Toy Story 2. Amy, thoughts on Toy Story 2 versus Brave? Toy Story 2 is my favorite of the Toy Story films because it gives us the beautiful introduction of Jessie, the cowgirl. And the saddest song ever. The yes. saddest song ever. Just just try to listen to that song and try to think of the imagery from the film of her being left behind and just try not to get a little choked up or, you know, full on cry. You know, I'm just about to try stop. to avoid it. Just try to avoid it. But <laughs> I love Jessie. She's amazing and wonderful. And so uh, uh, Toy Story 2 is definitely going to win over Brave for me. I did not enjoy Brave at all. I did not personally. <laughs> this is just my opinion. I didn't care if the mom changed back to a human from a bear or not. Oh, I had spoilers. No, oh, and I had no sympathy. I, sir, come on, knock it off. I had no sympathy, no empathy, no feeling for the mother at all. I, for El, I think her name is Eleanor. I just didn't care what happened. Um, you know, it didn't. I I just had no real emotional connection to to Brave. I loved Merida, but like the mom i just didn't care what happened to her so wow <laughs> I, 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 I sound will, i sound like a horrible person right now no but, i will you echo know. everything you said amy i 100 percent agree with your assessment of brave and i don't care about merida either 
So, oh I my just, gosh, yeah, yeah, don't feel as bad. No, I, you, you, you took the words right out of my mouth, as Meatloaf once famously said. Um, but Ew. not from the same Gross. reason that Meatloaf said. Uh, the, uh, Gross. Yeah. <laughs> you said exactly what I would have said on that film, because Brave, I just felt no connection to. No, like Pixar is known for the emotional build for animated characters. I felt nothing there. There was, there was no connection to that film whatsoever. So oh, I feel I, so validated right now. I, feel I would so good. go in on Toy Story 2 100% in this matchup. You guys are making me want to rush home and watch Brave. Right? Don't waste <laughs> Sir, please don't waste your time. Don't do it. It's, well, it's I'm going to make it. Do it. I'm going to make it unanimous for the three of us that have seen both. Um, I will give Brave a little bit of credit. I think it would have been a lot better if Brenda Chapman, the original director and the writer, had stayed on, because it was after she was forced out, let's say, that they introduced the concept of the brothers and the fart jokes and the. It, it just no. It it just became like a Walter Lance, uh, Woody Woodpecker cartoon. To me, yeah. after that, and I think if they had focused a lot more on Merida and her mother's relationship before turning into the bear, you might have cared about either one of them. But I agree, Toy Story two. I'm Polly. shocked that Cars is rated lower than that film. Oh, you had me uh, at I disagree. So I need to watch it now. <laughs> I'm I'm upset that Brave is even in this competition over Cars wow. because well, I. Well, it isn't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, at Cars, I feel that Cars. All right, we're really not defending Bubble film. Team NIT. I felt that Cars was a much better film than Brave. It's more Agreed. complete. Not Hollywood with metal. I would put Sir. Cars over a couple of the other Pixar films. All are. right. <laughs> I would put Cars head and shoulders above Brave. Well, they don't have heads nor shoulders. So, Dean, what's the next? But well, they do have <laughs> tramp stamps. They um, do. <laughs> they do. That's in cars. <laughs> Sir. Like no, that, that one didn't make it either. No. Um, let's stay right in this division, which I think will be a, a, an interesting matchup if you've seen both films. And uh, two of the more emotional uh, Pixar films. We have the two seed Inside Out taking on the three seed Finding Dory. I have seen neither film. <laughs> All right. Nick. I have not seen find. I have not seen Finding Dory. Okay, but, uh, so <laughs> Inside Out did leave me an emotional wreck when I saw it. So. Yep. Get ready, Nick. We're gonna fight. <laughs> We're gonna have to fight for the tiebreaker. Ah. Uh, if there is right, a tiebreaker. Well, uh, Dean, you you uh, what do you think? I've seen both these films. Inside Out is one of my favorite films. Period. Not just Pixar animated film. I, I love the creativity behind it. Of course, being married to a counselor, I had to hear all the backstory on all the emotions and the interactions and the interplay. And maybe I'm extra wild because she was so wild by the way this film was developed. Um, but I thought the emotional connection there was fantastic. And it, it's it's one of those situations, kind of like music for preteens and teenagers, where it finds ways to say things that you can't verbalize yourself. I thought Inside Out did that incredibly well for emotions. Uh, Finding Dory really tried to play on emotions, and I, I just, I don't know, I, I just didn't connect as well with that one. Um, the character Finding Dory herself is absolutely adorable, no questions there. Um, I liked some of the antics with the side characters, but I thought overall the, the movie just dragged a little bit, got very slow during the middle parts, and uh, just isn't quite put together as well as Inside Out, so I would vote for Inside Out in this matchup. 
Well, I'm going to make it two for two, which I guess moves it on. We don't need a tiebreaker. Um, I it, Inside Out, the way that they actually showed how a happy memory from your childhood can cause pain as you age is fantastic. Um, I did like Finding Dory. I think Finding Dory would have been much better suited if it had been a collection of shorts. If it had been Gerald and the Sea Lions. If it had been Hank. If it had been um, Becky the ridiculous pigeon you know <laughs> no you're and right I, that, that's a good way to put it i mean they tried to develop those characters but they did them so segmentedly right that it, it wasn't really a cohesive film and even when they work together they only work together like for maybe 20 seconds so it's just eh, to me but yeah inside out takes this one all right let's move down to the modeling division we have toy story against monsters university and I will start it off with a very quick comment that Monsters University didn't belong in the top 16 either, and therefore I picked <laughs> Mr. I have not seen Monsters <laughs> University. All right. Nick? I, I enjoyed Monsters University. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a good film, but Toy Story is just one of the greatest films ever. So. All right. Well, I, I will get that and say <laughs> Monsters University and I'll use a pun here, sullied the characters. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how no favors. But... The film as a standalone was, was cute and fun. Yeah. But on the heels of how good Monsters, Inc. was, I, I kind of hated that movie. Yeah, All right. We needed to move that world forward, not go backwards. Well, and, and that's part of what my comment was, too, that unless you saw Monsters, Inc., Monsters University had zero emotional impact. Because they expected you to know the characters as they were in the quote-unquote sequel that came out first. If you were to watch them in, you know, canon order and watch Monsters University and then Monsters, Inc., it's probably fine. But you don't care about anything that happens in Monsters University because you don't care. You just don't care. You don't care that Sully is, a, is an annoying jock with, a, you know, like legacy connection. You don't care. It doesn't matter. I'd probably, I'd say based just on hat sales, Monsters University is probably one of the uh, uh, more uh, highly grossed uh, movies. Oh, the merch? Yeah, the merch is great. <laughs> just based oh, on yeah. that. Because you could have sales. all that college tie-in stuff, sure. <laughs> but but from a movie? Meh. I agree. Yeah. Toy Story. Do you know Boo's real name? Little Monsters Inc. trivia for you. No. Is it Amy? It is not Amy. Amy it's, awesome. it's actually written in one of the crayon drawings uh, when she's going to sleep uh, after the Kitty. <laughs> she calls him Kitty. Her name is Mary. Um, Mary. And there's some crazy fanfic out there. Oh, no. That, uh, <laughs> Boo grows up and goes to college oh. and starts to like question whether the whole monster's uh, interaction was real. And she ends up in a college dorm with Lilo. And Lilo has, and this is real fanfic out there, Lilo has Stitch with her, and Stitch goes into the closet and gets grabbed by by uh, Sully. Wow. <laughs> it's it's like really bizarre, like crossover the crazy Disney fanfic. Disney Pixar extended universe. Yeah. No, we're not doing that in this episode. <laughs> no. That sounds kind of interesting, though. It, it would, Amy I, would read. Nine of ten be, would read. Amy, Amy way believes to move these characters forward. I mean, instead of yes. you know, looking back, like they said, what, what would, how could, how else could you move it forward, that's other true. than to have some sort of, you know, adult or you know, teen version of Boo uh, that's starting to forget? So I thought that was kind of neat. 
Amy, um, Amy believes of, that uh, Amy believes that Anna, Elsa, and Tarzan are all related. Oh, no, don't go there. Anna, Elsa <laughs> are related to um, Ariel, I thought. Right. I have my own <laughs> head cannon for the Frozen universe, and we won't get into it here. Oh, no, I can't episode. wait. Right? I can't wait for Nick. that episode. Stay tuned. <laughs> not, not Nick Cannon. No. I've tweeted it before, Nick. So, and you claim to well, follow me on start, Twitter. Start scrolling. Yep. When we get that episode, start scrolling. You, tweet, that, so fun to hear. Search feature. Use that search feature, sir. <laughs> well, a- ending up in the same bracket as Monsters University, who just got defeated by Toy Story, was Monsters Inc. Going up against Up. Ooh. Oh my gosh. First of all, has everybody seen both movies? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ooh, the first one where all four of us have seen both. We we could end up in a two-two tie. This this could be interesting. We could. We probably I'll won't. Go, we I'll go. I'll go first. I I saw up in a movie theater with a friend of mine, and the first you know the opening act happens, and you and you know he goes you know into the house and he closes the door and she and I looked at each other and we said what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what just happened? Um, and, and then I, man, I've seen I've seen Up twice and That's two more times than my wife has on purpose, <laughs> what? On purpose. Up She does not very... want to see the opening no. scene I, you know what? Up is uh, a up very is the animated version of This Is Us. Right. <laughs> up is a very difficult film. It's a film that you have to be in the right headspace to watch it. If you're oh, yeah. not, then you will be emotionally destroyed for a week over Up. Agreed. Like Up is Up is really difficult. Up can get you down. Um, up is man. Up is very ironically named. I I would say. I'm going to vote for Monsters, Inc. on this because Monsters, Inc. is also a little emotionally draining as well. But at the end of it, at least there's a speck of hope. And there's also a speck (laughs) of hope at the end of Up. But it's not like you you still when when Up is over, you're still sad. Like you're still morose. It's still very depressing. And. And that can be good. I mean, as an experience of a film, Up, you know, Up is good. Up is a very good film. But when I'm through watching a film, like, you know, I I just don't want to be left in a worse state after watching a film than I was going in emotionally. And that's how I felt both the times I watched Up. I was just destroyed. So I... Monsters Inc. It's funny. It's more lighthearted, and it's it's got you know endlessly quotable lines from Mike Wazowski. It, you know, you know, you find out what Puce is. It's just so good. I'm gonna Mike Wazowski. For... Yes, I'm I'm voting for Monsters Inc. Over. I'm always watching you, Nick. <laughs> always watching. <laughs> So that's interesting, though, because we know, as we said in the beginning, Pixar likes to go with the emotional angle and not just be gag-filled, which is part of why some of those films that ended up in the bottom are there. So yeah. the fact that Up is that emotional for you, to me, is almost putting it in the positive category as being the better film. Um, 
for me, mm-hmm. Up, first of all, kudos bonus points for Up for having some of its music played on Main Street USA and, and mm. well, yes. at the Magic Kingdom. Um, but yeah, I, the, the characters of Monster Inc. are also pretty memorable, very powerful. Um, and for me, the only fault I have with Up is I feel like, I don't know how long it is exactly, but if it's an hour and a half long, it's like an hour and 15 minutes of some of the most fantastic, emotional, great movie you'll ever see. And I just hate the way they wrap it up with the whole hot air balloon dogfight and all that. But mm. save it with those last couple of minutes with the Ellie badge and, and you know him not having the whole... Well, I don't want to get into it. It could be a spoiler. But the whole family connection with... It's the, been like 15 years, I you think. You know, okay. I don't spoil films no matter how long they are. How okay. I am your but father. I, <laughs> dude... <laughs> I was about uh, to say that. You guys do spoiler <laughs> alerts for films from 1983. Okay? Absolutely. So just <laughs> so get with it. Let's for a go. Lot of reasons Amy mentioned, and then just the for me the even the the gags are fun. Uh, you know, Kevin and Doug and some of the funny characters. I'm going to vote for Up. Wow, that's interesting. Nick, you want to go next? Um, so for me, uh, Up has better music. And has that emotional gut punch in the at the very beginning, but I almost forget what happens after that. Like I have to sit there and think about it. Where I think Monsters um, Inc. is just a more enjoyable ride all the way through. So I would vote for Monsters Inc. That's a really right. good point. And Amy, yeah. Amy, Empire Strikes Back came out in eighty, not eighty-three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the um. I'm going to make it three to one. Sorry, Dean. That's um, okay. I'm going to vote for Monsters, Inc. I, I, I do like Up. I liked kind of that. Um, it is almost a 1950s view of the future, you know, with how you get the talking dogs and the hot air balloons and all of that other stuff. Um, but I, I do enjoy the world that was created. A lot of thought had to go into Monsters, Inc. Um, to make the whole thing kind of feel like a world that is on the other side of the closet door. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Monsters, Inc. And it is a crime we don't have that uh, closet door roller coaster yet. Give it time. <laughs> All right, next division, effects division, and Toy Story 3 against A Bug's Life. And while I'll just start off and tell you I do enjoy A Bug's Life, I think it's it's got one of the more fun 3D shows you get to see in Walt Disney World, and it was a, a pretty good film overall. It doesn't stand up to Toy Story 3, so I'm going to go quickly and tell you I vote for Toy Story 3. Anybody else? Amy, have you seen both? I have seen both. I'm choosing A Bug's Life because wow. I like it because I like it more and I yeah, personally well, yeah. Nothing I, wrong I, with I, that. I personally did not enjoy Toy Story 3 as much as other people did. Mm. I I just didn't um, I mean that's just me. I, I just didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much as I enjoyed Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2. I'm in the same um, boat with you. You know, Toy Story 3 just didn't do it for me at all. I, You know, people are going to think I'm nuts for saying that, but it just didn't. A Bug's Life, I think the message of A Bug's Life is fantastic. I love the characters from A Bug's Life. I, You know, I love the fight and the spirit, and I think it's very overlooked. So I'm going to say A Bug's Life over Toy Story 3. Uh, Nick. Shocking. Um, I love A Bug's Life. Um, Dave Foley is the uh, head of... And is great, but... Um, people say Toy Story 
three is emotionally manipulating, and I let it manipulate me from beginning <laughs> to end. <laughs> I freaking I love all three of those movies, and while that's probably third if I rank them, it's still I think it's one of the the greatest. So I'm gonna say Toy Story three. Wow, well, I'm going to make a 2-2 tie because I agree with Amy. Um, if it comes down to rewatchability, I would rather watch A Bug's Life than watch Toy Story 3. So, what do we do with the 2-2 tie? Oh, wow. Oh, let's, let's, get to, let's get to fighting, Nick. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let, let, get a, Who can be swayed? Out your, get out your um, brass I am, tweeting, I am tweeting out a tiebreaker right now. First person to respond, which is a better movie, breaks the tie. Okay, that's oh, valid. And, but it, you, and it can't while be I any do of that, us. come on. While it I can't do be that, any of us, though, can it? No, no, it can't be you guys responding. <laughs> Someone, I don't. I may have let immediately going to say Toy Story three. Someone's <laughs> immediately going to say Toy Story three because more people have seen that than have seen A Bug's Life. Well, uh, you guys are welcome to uh, debate and see if you can sway somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging my heels in that. Uh, to, uh, to be honest, Toy Story three would not have been a one seed for me, but I do like it better than A Bug's Life. Mm. I will let I want to give credit to Toy Story 3 though for the ending for him giving the toys to Bonnie and then him driving away and that is that was That's sadder a, than the beginning of up extremely I mean to your point it's extremely emotionally manipulative the whole film is and Watching Toy Story three that really turned me off. I, I didn't like that about it. I could tell that's what they. That were it was trying a little to too do. obvious. It was too obvious to me, completely too obvious. And I don't know. I mean, the whole the whole incinerator scene and the dark the dark end that befalls Lotso. I mean, that's very dark. What happens to him at the end? How he stuck to the truck and You're everything. Not Man, I, I, I just, I don't, in, I just didn't, the only, I, I will say this though, what I did enjoy about Toy Story 3 was um, Baloney Potato Head. That's hysterical. <laughs> yes, that was good. That's hysterical. Oh, look at Polly like, trying to sway. Say Bugs Life. Like, say Bugs Life. You're evil. Like Amy's trying to sway herself. <laughs> You're evil. Lunch meat, Mr. Potato Head is hilarious. Well, not only but, lunch meat, but the tortilla. Oh yeah! The, oh no, he's tortilla. He's a tortilla, yes. not lunch meat. Yeah, that's yes. right. I always get that wrong. But yeah, I mean that tells you how that tells you how sort Sounds of like... mentally checked out I was at some point. Well, with Toy Story three. But I think it's one of those things like... a lot like we talked about with Finding Dory. The secondary characters were better than the initial storyline. Yeah. It was more fun seeing Potato Head than Woody and Buzz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I got so emos emotionally uninvested in Toy Story 3 as I watched it. Not to a level of brave, but to a level that I was like, I'm so against this film now because I can feel what they're trying to do to me on purpose that I'm just, you know, like... I'm not falling for. I'm not falling for it. At some point, right. is is what I got into with Toy Story three. With a Bug's Life, man, you're just rooting for Flick. You're rooting well, for Ada. You're rooting for the Colony. You're rooting for everyone in Toy in um, a Bug's to Life. Toy Story so three good. may get knocked off in the next round, but thanks to Mickey Loves Disney and Andrew C. Fran as our first two responders, <sighs> yeah. both voting for Toy Story three. Right. Okay. And we got Diz Counselor also weighing in. How is this a question? So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to listen to the episode. 
Well, All this right. is going to be a tough debate in my brain. I'm hoping you guys settle this before I have to choose. Because in the effects division, the team that will take on Toy Story 3 is either Coco or Ratatouille. Coco. Oh, this is the for this is the best foreign film. <laughs> I have not seen Roma. Coco. I've not seen Coco. Coco. Okay. Nick, have you seen both? I, Andy Sorensen coming in with also another Toy Story 3 vote. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I've Dean, just stop. We understand. We get it. We get it. 4-0. Right now, I'm Dean is raining threes, being up by 12. <laughs> I'm invoking the slaughter rule, Dean. Knock it off. I, I have seen Coco, and I've seen the beginning of Ratatouille and the end of Ratatouille, but I slept through the middle. Um... <laughs> So. He has to be eliminated. He has to So seen you've seen Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. oh. I would vote Coco. Coco's a great film. I would also like to mention James B. Leaves on the Lawn is Bugs Life 100%. So that's just, yeah. We're Okay, we're leaving that topic. All right, so Coco from Nick. Amy? I haven't seen Coco. Oh, that's right. Dean? Uh, you'd pick, he, so he made to... he made you pick, Polly. All right, uh, I'll pick. I'll pick. Well, no, no, that's fair. That's fair. I don't think I've gone second yet. I don't know. I'm not keeping track. I really like both of these films. Um, unlike Toy Story Three, which was the blatant manipulation of your emotions, these really the emotional scenes sucker punch you. They sneak up on you. You're not waiting for it to happen, and then it does, and you're like, "Why am I crying again?" In the freaking theater. Ugh. Um, Ratatouille's in particular sneaks up on you because you don't expect to root for the villain, but you do. But I gotta go with Coco. Um, I think Coco is a lot more relatable. Um, they're both gorgeous films, but I, I like the message of both. But I, I think the the overall message of family and its importance uh, wins it for me. So I say Coco. Yeah, I'd probably make that unanimous. And it is close for me because I do like both of these quite a bit. Um, oh, yeah. Ratatouille was one of those movies that I went in thinking, okay, well, I, I want to see all the Pixar films. I'll, I'll go watch it. And ended up liking it and enjoying it a lot more than I expected to. Coco, I had no expectations going in because I didn't know what I was walking into at all. I tried to actually avoid a lot of the uh, pre-movie discussions about what it was even about. Um, but the fact that that movie not only emotionally moved my wife and me, but my son, who really got it, understood that, you know, he connected to that film so closely. Uh, it's it just, I'm, I'm trying to not have recency bias in that Coco is the more recent film, and, and but I do think it, it's just better overall for me. And that's not a knock on Ratatouille, fantastic movie. Coco probably would have been uh, potentially on the one line for me instead of Toy Story 3, so that, that's not a knock at all, it's just a great movie overall. All right, let's move down to storyboard division, and we have Finding Nemo against Incredibles 2. And I'm not going first on this. This, this one's hard. Amy, have I you seen not, both? No, I haven't seen Incredibles 2. All right, Nick? Um, I've seen both. Um, I really, I'm going to make Dean go last. <laughs> I really, really liked Incredibles 2, but... Uh, I think finding I would I'm gonna vote for finding Nemo. You know what, Dean? I'm taking your vote out of your hands. Uh, I'm gonna go with finding Nemo as well. Oh, good. Um, then I'll just say Incredibles two. <laughs> right, yeah, it's fine. You can say it. Uh, Incredibles two to me felt very much like a serialized sequel, which again is fine because that fits the whole Incredibles type 
world that they created. But again, I don't think if you were to watch it without watching The Incredibles, I don't think the film holds up because, again, you kind of don't care about most of the things that are going on. Finding Nemo is, uh, especially watching it before becoming a father and then after becoming a father, and then, holy crap, hold my beer while I'm in Finding Nemo the musical because I'm going to be doing deep body sobs um, <laughs> watching that show. So, yeah. yeah. Keep Finding on Nemo. swimming, Paul. And if I'm being honest, Finding Nemo was the better movie. I, I would have voted Finding Nemo as well. All right, let's wrap up our round one. The Incredibles, the original, against Wall-E. I have seen both films, shockingly. Oh, Amy. <laughs> Hey, you get the vote. Hey, jump in first, then. Yeah. Mmm. Man, this Unless is difficult. Unless you like to pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna pass. Um. Wally. I mean, I'm gonna choose Wally. I'm. I'm going to choose Wally. The. The message in Wally. To me was so much more touching and important than everything about The Incredibles. I like both films, but the fact that Wally has sort of foretold mm. a, a lot of things about about what we do and what we got going on, man. Wally is just very important. So I, I Wally is pushing through for me. That's that's my choice. It's Wally. Do you want to jump in next, or I'll go next if you want? Uh, I can go. Go ahead, Nick. All right, so um, Wall-E to me is two different movies. I love the first half, and I was almost bored with the second half. Mm. Um, the Incredibles, as a lifelong comic book reader, um, The Incredibles is was just one of the first great comic book movies, um, mm. and also the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Um, huh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for the Incredibles. It's a great family movie too. Importance of family. Yeah, uh, this one is hard for me because Wall-E was the first movie I took my daughter to uh, three or four times because we can only stick around. You know, she <laughs> started crying or whatever because she was under two. Um, and no, I didn't go to the packed showings. I went to the ten o'clock family-friendly showing in the morning. All of that. Anyway. I, Nick, I echo your sentiments completely. Um, everything up to and including when you see the first human in their, um, for lack of a better word, ECV on the Axiom, I am, if that were the entire movie, it'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, I like how it ended with the captain kind of finding his humanity. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if it, if it wasn't a robot, I kind of wasn't interested in any of the characters in Wally. Uh, whereas it, it, The Incredibles, again, the world building, the way it's that classic that action comics, 1950s idealized, all the characters were, were funny in like a James Bond, but family friendly kind of way. You could tell what they did based on their name and um, whether or not they had capes. Um, no capes. <laughs> no capes. No capes. No capes. <laughs> Edna Mode stole the show. So yeah, I'm going to go with Incredibles. Probably the best music of any of the. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, if we're gonna uh, if we're gonna knock up for what happens after its first half hour, 
you kind of have to say the same thing here with Wally. I mean, I, I agree that the the non-speaking part of Wally is by far the best part of that film. And uh, uh, as voiced by Ben Burt, who came up with most of the droid sounds for Star Wars. Yeah, I'll I'll call uh, I'll call Wally. I do enjoy that movie quite a bit, but in a Howard the Duck sort of way. <laughs> they no, just no. didn't know. They just didn't know how to wrap up the end of the movie, and uh, and I think that that it fell flat. I agree with you. Once you got to the axiom, it, it just isn't there for me. So, um, probably no surprise if anybody follows me on Twitter. I will no. Yeah, so, I'm right. sorry, Amy. I do love Wally, but I got it. Oh yeah, to, to me, Wally is losing kind of the same way as Ratatouille did. I I, I like the film quite a bit. It just got paired up against something I like better. All right, yeah. these are going to get a lot harder, and uh, I know we need to go a little bit faster, so we'll try to enhance points already made as we pair round two, Toy Story 2, against Inside Out. Haven't seen Inside Out, so have fun, fellas. <laughs> and then there were three. Uh, well, I mean, Nick? I think I've already made my uh, position clear. This <laughs> I'm is true. for Toy Story. Although, All right. um, man, Inside Out's great. But, uh, yeah. I'm going for Toy Story 2. All right. You want me to go next, Dean? Uh, it's up to you. All right, I'll go next. Um, I really enjoy Toy Story 2, but to me, Inside Out, with its world building and the way that it personified things differently than anything else that had been seen before, I got to go with Inside Out. So, Dean, you're the tiebreaker. Yeah, and, it, and it's a close one. Um, Toy Story 2 builds on that sort of play on your childhood. Characters that you feel kind of connected to in a way that you see the humans in the film connect to them. Uh, so it, it really jumps right in at the emotional grab early. And Toy Story 2 is, is that rare sequel that actually does a good job of building on the main characters instead of just enhancing the overall story with new characters. So I like that we learn more about Woody. We get deeper connections with him. Uh, Inside Out has that personal connection. I think everybody looks inside themselves, uh, you know, pun intended with the name, of what your emotions are. And to me, the utter brilliance of the way that they depict the different islands of your, uh, your emotions and the way that those things can crumble without stability in your life just tells such an emotional story. And so while I love Toy Story 2, I'm also going to pick Inside Out. Oh, sorry, Nick. Although, Bing Bong. And Bing Bong. <laughs> oh, God, Bing Bong. You, you can't argue with Bing Bong. No. Now you well, guys are making me, uh, you guys are almost making me sway my vote. You don't count. <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those games. It, it, it's Duke, Kentucky. I mean, either team could win each time. But Yeah, uh, but I'm going to vote for Kentucky every this time. time. This time, Kentucky wins. Yes. All right. Next division down. Let's see if Toy Story can get to the final four with this one in a matchup against Monsters, Inc. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Monsters yes. Inc. Toy Story over Monsters, who, Inc. Who won in overtime against Up in the first round. Right. Amy, you've seen both of these. I'm going to I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to vote Monsters, Inc. <gasps> Ooh, the late three at the buzzer from Combs. All right. That, that's, that's a strong Inc. <laughs> uh, Here's what's I, interesting. I, Nick, if you go next. <laughs> if you go next, you're going to tie it up because I agree with Amy. No, I said oh, Toy Story already. 
So I'll yeah, go. so Nick's got Nick has written Toy Story all the way to the finals. <laughs> I just well, have uh, Toy Story at the top. I just need to write what number next to it. Right. <laughs> Toy Story is down to one right now, Paul, because I, I actually. I, Toy Story 1 may be my least favorite of the three Toy Story movies. Wow. I don't like the whole Sid angle. I don't like the Buzz Woody betrayal angle. I love the introduction of the characters. Mm. And I actually love the dog. It was two of my favorite parts of that film. We need more um, monkeys. But I'm going with Monsters Inc. <laughs> we need more monkeys. <laughs> now, and, 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 and okay, so let, let me... I, I leapt into I'm picking Toy Story, but let me talk about this too, because... Again, this might be through the lens of time. At the time Toy Story came out, I was actually doing computer animation. Um, I, I, I understood how hard it was to create that movie. So I went in looking at it. I think I saw it probably in the theater three or four times. The first time, completely captivated. And then I started doing like my technical viewings. Hmm. Amy, why do you make your choice? Because Monsters, Inc. Oh, gosh, man. That's a tough question. Um, I can tell you mine. Why I can <laughs> <made> mine. <laughs> Nick is just a huge Toy Story fan of the franchise. So He named, he named his children um, Buzz. <laughs> um, my oldest was born in 95. Toy Story came out in 95. Right. He got it on home video in 96 or whatever. Sat him down. He watched that movie. At the end of the movie, started crying the minute the credits came on. We had to rewind it. Oh, there you go. He has seen so that you movie. Had, you had Stockholm Syndrome. He's seen that movie probably a thousand times. So have I probably just sitting there watching it with him. That, that is his favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies. And when we went to Disney World for the first time, um... Buzz and Woody, he met Buzz and Woody, and he was, I think, 16 at the time, whatever. They were playing with his hair, and I just burst into tears. Oh. Um, oh. All right. So, Toy so Story is that almost all emotional. Right. To me. And we I need more monkeys. Is one of the greatest <laughs> lines in movie history ever. <laughs> the Army Men. I mean, it's it just the genius of the Green Army Men in the Bucket of Soldiers. They're both fantastic. They're, they're both fantastic films. I yes. don't have any emotional connection yeah. as far as kids. I mean, I don't, I don't have kids. So I don't have any emotional attachment to either of those films in that mm -hmm. sense at all. I just... I mean, maybe it's just that I like... Uh, Sully and Mike and Monstropolis and Boo. I mean, maybe it's because I just like those characters more than nothing wrong with the that. Toy Story There's characters. nothing wrong with that. And maybe, also, you know? I can and, and and if if I can, Toy Story is a very boy centric movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it. I mean, I, I my daughter doesn't show nearly as much interest in Toy Story as most of the other Pixar films, including Cars. Oddly enough. Mm. Um, See, I, I still have laughs with Monsters, Inc. Uh, those jokes just hold up so well. But one of my sort of emotional connections, my nephew was very young when that movie came out. And I remember it was one of the first movies he ever saw. And we they had it on, I think it, it might have been 
no, it wasn't VHS. Must have been on DVD. And um, I remember being at their house, and it's playing, and he's literally holding his blanket, hiding behind the couch, yeah. watching the monsters. And I'm just thinking about oh, how connected he was. That's great. And at one point, he wanders off into his room, and he's not watching the TV. And, and Beck yells out, Randall! And he comes <laughs> sprinting out of his room and jumps up <laughs> on the couch. And he was completely spooked. I was like, this is real for him. Yeah. You know, and, and so I've always had that connection to Monsters, Inc. And, and a big heart for it because of that. I mean, we took our daughter when she was nine months old to Walt Disney World for the Halloween party. And she dressed as Boo, dressed up as a monster. Oh, that must have been adorable. So she, oh, man. I mean, and my mom made the costume. So, you know, she had the tennis ball eyes and, you know, all that pipe cleaners and you know, the mop hair and all that stuff. We took her in, in her stroller through the front gate. I have a picture of a cast member just completely just gushing over baby Boo. But, yeah. You know what? Amy, you swing my vote. You did it. I'm going to vote for goes Toy Story. Wow. Wow. I'm shocked. My heart hurts. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry, Nick. I didn't think that any movie that I voted for was going to go on. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, and, and, and if I'm if I'm going to be completely honest, I probably haven't rewatched Toy Story in the last five or ten years. I can't remember the last time I sat down and put on Toy Story. Mm. Toy Story marathon before four comes out. Well, yeah, we could definitely do that. Definitely and maybe maybe that's why Toy Story two is my favorite of the Toy Story films because it did introduce a, a female character who I mean that that was who really was an actual like, character. It was yeah. like Jesse's movie was Toy yeah. Story 2, so yeah. maybe that's Damn why song. I like that one the best. Mm. Sarah McLaughlin, oh. right? It is. Yeah. She sings every horrible sad oh. song, I think, that we have. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin sings the tragedies of our lives. Oh my gosh. Well, let's see if Toy Story 3 can move on, because it's facing Coco. No. Haven't seen Coco. <laughs> have fun, fellas. Coco. I take Coco over Toy Story 3. All right, Dean, you're the tiebreaker. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> I don't need to take out all your Toy Story I'm just going to hang up right now. But as as the... We invited you on to crush your dreams. <laughs> exactly. I see that now. Co Coco is just... And again, I, I, I hope it's not recency bias for me, but Coco is just so brilliant and so colorful, and the music is fantastic, and the characters are endearing. And they have been. I had just lost my grandmother. I I just lost my grandmother when I saw it. So I'm sitting in there. My daughter's looking at me, stroke, stroking my arm. She's comforting me because I'm there. Oh, Mama Coco. Yeah, it's it's just a really. And it has great twists in the in the plot. I mean, it's brilliant. I like some of the some of the tiebacks in Toy Story Three. You know, the the garbage men being said stuff like yes. that. But it's. It's um, it's very clever. Toy Story three is a clever movie, and it's emotionally draining as well. Um, but yeah. Coco has a connection and a brilliance that I think is just a little bit stronger. Well, and again, like Amy had said earlier, the the end scene of Toy Story three is a perfect wrap up for that trilogy. There shouldn't and even be a fourth Toy Story. Uh, I, I, I I'll I'll see it before I can make that determination. However, I do tend really, to agree with you. It bothers <laughs> me. That just bothers me. It's, you know, don't I'm get, with you, Amy, and uh, if they wanted to make more Toy Story movies or continue to use those characters, I just wish it wasn't called Toy Story 4. Yep. I wish they yeah. were restarting a franchise with the same characters and going in a different direction. 
Has there uh, ever been a fourth movie come out after a trilogy ended that was good? Um, Jurassic World. You might get a bite on that one, some people. <laughs> <laughs> are they we gonna, are Jurassic we gonna... World was a lot better than Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, that's true. Force Awakens. Are we going to include, like, Episode 7? Yeah, Episode 7. I'm with yeah, Amy on that Force one. Awakens, better than the <laughs> second trilogy. Well, technically, the fourth would be... Uh, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Well, technically, the fourth is... A new listen! <laughs> listen! <laughs> I, listen! I, episodes 1, 2, and 3 are don't exist in my head. Wow. Okay? I, they're horrible. But Solo and um, Rogue One are really good. Yeah, Rogue yeah. One. Solo yeah, Rogue One was very good. Yes. How about three are awesome? Is that good enough? I think hey, we what? really wanted to do a Star Wars podcast. Today. Oh, we'll do that later. <laughs> no, I don't. No. You don't have to be present. No, I don't. Although it's do more it. fun if you are. Yes. And because you get to make me listen to you go on and on about stuff I don't necessarily care as much about. I was talking about the land, not the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. Living also. Wrong land. Um. All right, well, let's see if any of the one seeds can move on as Finding Nemo is going up against the brilliance of The Incredibles. And just out of spite, I should vote for uh, Finding Nemo. Shame well, I'll make, not, it, I'll make it two. Down. I'll make it two, Finding Nemo. I'm voting for Finding Nemo. <clears throat> well, I was joking, but actually I think I voted for Finding Nemo. <laughs> You're all wrong because... The Incredibles is a fantastic movie that is a brilliant gateway into super, superheroism. Superheroes. Where we can't let them watch, the youngest ones can't watch things like the Marvel movies or the uh, DC movies. Uh, yeah. This is a great My parents way. can't watch the DC movies. <laughs> Nobody should watch the DC movies. Um, Wonder Woman, that one's good. Yeah, that one was the best that I've seen so far. Yes. Um, and by the way, Ant-Man and the Wasp, oh, that movie's fantastic. Right? Um, but The Incredibles has the right balance of action, comedy, endearing characters, Edna Mode. You know, Finding Nemo is more emotional, um, but it, it, again, has a little bit more boy-centric, and it drags a little bit for me. It, it's a good movie. It is a very good movie. But I will fi be fine if I get outvoted 3-1, to one, but I had to say my piece that The Incredibles would win this matchup for me. Finding Nemo has Jeffrey Rush as a seagull, or as a pelican, rather. Pelicans, Amy. Mine? I've already, I've Mine? already said I'm voting for Finding Nemo. I, I know, uh, Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finding Nemo. All right, we have a very, uh, we have a very unexpected final four. I think we do. And probably <laughs> my two favorites sure are on the same side of the bracket. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Nick. <laughs> I'm gonna go with, uh, with Nick has his final four ticket. He's trying to scalp. <laughs> yeah. I'm he's gonna re-record this with his own final four. And he's, his got own a, he's got a non-refundable room reservation. <laughs> trying to find other things to do in the area. Trying to scalp his ticket on the corner. Hey, is this oh, restaurant Nick. any good? <laughs> oh, Nick. Poor Nick. Sorry, Nick. Boy, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. What do we? Is what that do we have? Ever relatable? We have. Oh, boy. The, we have the three seed Monsters Inc. up against the two seed Coco. Hmm. Haven't seen Coco. I have fun, fellas. Okay. Nick. Uh, Monsters Inc. I love how Nick just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
He's not even well, picking. I, He's flipping a coin. I thought we were trying to move quickly. Yes, we are. <laughs> I mean, I could well, go and do an explanation, but I thought we were trying no, to no, no. Well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to jump in and, and pull a Nick, but I'm going to go Coco. Well, I just now I got to choose. Crushed all my dreams. Uh, you know, <laughs> and I think it might be recency bias, but I think Coco is the better film. You know so what? I'm, I'm going to change Coco. my vote to Coco. Oh, unanimous. Okay. <laughs> you guys are just choosing Coco because you know I haven't seen it and you know I won't be able to speak for those rounds. I know, I know how this is going. I know Not how at all. Going, trying to Not at all. Amy, just watch it with a bucket of tissues. Yeah, she can't vote the final, the final uh, one if she hasn't seen Coco. In a bucket Listen, of I don't go. I don't go in for these movies that are so emotionally manipulative that you They're feel not like mani- you no, need but to. That's, no, but, Coco's but that's not. Go for therapy. It's not manipulative. No, Coco's not. It's it's, it's much. It's much it, more Toy Story two than Toy Story yeah, three. It builds toward what it wants you to feel. It and different people you. feel different things at different parts. Yeah. Yes. If that makes sense in a non-spoilery way. On the other side, we have Inside Out taking on Finding Nemo. Oh. Haven't seen Inside Out. Have fun, boys. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Well, Amy, you should would, have voted for Toy Story. I would, this, <laughs> I would make this a finals of movies Amy hasn't seen because exactly. while I, I do Coco like Finding Nemo, uh... and I, you know, I gave it its props up against The Incredibles. To me, Inside Out is more creative, more clever, more easily connected to for me. And just overall brilliance in its design, in its scheme, and its characters. So I would go Inside Out in the finals. Uh-huh. We'll just skip two steps, and I'll just say Inside Out all the way. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm outvoted. I'm voting for Finding Nemo because, again, you put the two of them in front of me, I would choose to watch Finding Nemo over Inside Out. I would go Inside Out for Lewis Black as anger. Who? <laughs> Before Zootopia came out, was my good. Twitter avatar forever. Yes, and then <laughs> Nick came Nick, out, and then you yeah. had to. Only Nick Wilde knocked uh, anger out of my Twitter avatar. If only you Black had a photo pass photo. Is the great. <laughs> I do, but it's a horrible. <laughs> as discussed on the last podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis Black as anger is brilliant. Amy Poehler, so good. All right, well, we have our finals, and I, I don't think I expected this going in, although I could easily make a case that these guys are both one seeds that it should have been. Inside Out versus Coco. Haven't seen either film. Have fun, guys. <laughs> Amy should watch both movies and then tack on I bet she Absolutely. <laughs> Amy, you have homework coming out of this podcast. You guys are always trying to give me things to do. Listen, it's been 120 days. She still hasn't watched Captain America. <sighs> Which one are you trying to get her to watch? The first one? Yes. The first, yeah, you, you should see that. I think Captain, I, she would enjoy it. But like, I would still pick Inside Out over Captain America. So I'm going well, with Inside well, Out. First vote. So you're picking Inside my Out. My favorite Pixar film. And I'm Nick picked Captain Inside America. Out. That's nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I picked well, I Inside believe... Out. Yeah, Inside Out. Um... I'll make a case, Paul, if you want to sway. <sighs> I, I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm at like 55-45 here. These are both fantastic. Yeah. Um... I just All I have to say is bing bong, Amy. 
Does Amy know who Bing Bong is? I mean, she might have seen the character. I know who Bing Bong is. I know yeah. who he is. Yeah, I mean, I, uh... I will, I will not forget Bing Bong. Nice. Pineapple I, on pizza. Pineapple I still, I mean, it's, it's, it's in a losing effort. But I'm still going to pick Coco right now as the best Pixar film. And I think it goes into something that does not speak to me personally, but is very important with a lot of people because it speaks to people on a cultural level. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, Coco's it's not a culture that I share, but it's a culture that I can appreciate. And seeing it represented on screen, I think, means a lot. It almost transcends um, the medium of just, you know, there's a lot of people, oh, animated films are for kids. Well, no. One. Two, no. But three, I think it makes you feel something. You know, and, and I, I walked out of there being genuinely happy for the people that are seeing a movie that their culture is represented. So that's why I picked Coco. Very good case, and it's it's a brilliant film, and it's it's good for all those reasons and more. You should go back and now revote for Brave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't have any um, uh, fart joke bear. Uh, cultural references in there. Well, uh, if if we reseed it, we may come up with a different response. Uh, but we have Inside Out as our 2019 Pixar bracket champion. But before we wrap, I want to just ask each of you. Now we did this obviously in a, a majority rules. What is your favorite Pixar film? And I know it's a loaded question. It's really hard to answer um, because I like lots of these films for lots of different reasons. But Nick, I'll start with you. If you had to pick, you know, and again, your answer may change tomorrow, but after thinking about each of these 20 films, really the 16 we focused on, which one would you say is your favorite Pixar film? Good Dinosaur. <laughs> if you pick Good Dinosaur or one of the cars, you can just hang up now. <laughs> um, usually, uh, so it's a Toy Story movie. It's usually just whatever one I'm watching at the time, but the first one, I think, is still my absolute favorite of any of the Pixar movies. All right. And you need more monkeys. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if this one is my favorite, or if it's just the one I would watch. If you lined them up in front of me, and I'm sure I'll put that one in, you know, over any of the others. I think Monsters Inc. would be the one that I would be most likely to, you know, pop the DVD in and watch it. So uh, I'm going to say Monsters Inc. You wouldn't pick one you hadn't seen? <laughs> no. It can't be her favorite if she hasn't seen it. It could be if <laughs> she watched favorite. it. favorite. Be before Paul and I answer, I, Amy, I feel... Amy, follow-up question for you. Is, uh, Nick made me think of this. Of the ones you haven't seen after hearing discussion today, and not that you're going to, but if you were going to throw one in this afternoon to say, hey, that sounded like the one I want to watch next, was there one that stood out? It would probably be Inside Out. Yeah. Very cool. It'll probably be that. I, I think the whole I mean I I think the what it's about is fascinating. I just haven't seen it. <laughs> you know? Yep. It's just Absolutely. I'm not like I'm not avoiding it or anything. I just haven't seen it. So yeah, I just haven't seen it. Yeah. That's fair. Paul, you wanna go next? Oh uh, sure. Um I and again it goes back to sentimental reasons. Um I think my favorite Pixar film is Wally. Good. It's a good choice, at least for the first time. I think we all <laughs> nice. know which way Dean is going. Well, look, yeah. I, mean, I, I could say Toy Story 2 for some reasons. I really love Up, especially the music of Up. 
Um, but it probably doesn't surprise anybody. If I was going to pick one on for a watch with my family, I'd throw in The Incredibles. Um, just love the characters, uh, love the action, love the comedy. Love Edna Mode, love a lot of things about it. So I would pick, uh, since since Cars didn't make the cut, you know. <laughs> no, seriously, I'd, I'd probably go with The Incredibles. But honestly, if, if you ask me to answer again, I may pick something completely different because... One of the beauties that we saw with these uh, with these ratings, and particularly again, not our ratings. This was all ranked based on Rotten Tomatoes. Pixar has created a whopping 14 films that have a 92% or higher score. Wow. So that's, that's a tribute to how well that studio has done over the years, and hopefully how well they continue to do going forward. Yeah, and Pixar Studio Films, that is the good stuff. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Baby. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThreeTravel.com on Twitter at AIOTTravel or visit our website, AdventuresOutThreeTravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast, and please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Now, dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly present your outtakes. I still think Cars should have been in the top six. I would have swapped. I would have swapped. Personally, I would have swapped Cars for Brave. I think you have some uh, critical bias there. Well, nah. I'll I don't put, know on because the, on the subject matter more than anything because yeah, but Cars is a really good movie. The first one. So I'll put I'll put Cars in over Brave, over Monsters University, over Finding Dory, and maybe over Incredibles too. I would put Cars over Ratatouille. Wow! Whoa! Wow! I, mean, I, didn't fall I didn't fall asleep during Cars. I fell asleep during Ratatouille. So. All right. <laughs> and I like Ratatouille, but I think that Cars. I've never had Man, Cars was really good. I have it. The, the, the dish is not as good as the movie. Ah, Polly! <laughs> There's Yo P. Is he even on the call? I, he is on my it. screen. He's, he's spinning in circles. <laughs> oh, I thought he had been in the call this whole time. No, he just joined. Uh, Paul, you, you don't need to walk around in circles. No, I do. I'm, I'm getting my Women's Day exercise so I can get my badge for my apple watch i was just oh. making a musical reference but okay wait i want a badge well done sister suffragette nice <laughs> captain marvel tonight 
I sounded so blase saying that. That was you sad. did. Well, <laughs> I'm sad. well done, Sifr- sister suffragette sips tea. I'll be seeing it tonight too, uh, Polly. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. The Dollar Tree has a wide selection of movie theater candy. Yes. So I will, you know, I'll I'll visit the Dollar Tree and I'll take in some candy that I have procure, pro pro cr- procured? procured procured. You didn't procreate. Procured. That would be a different issue. No, that's that's a very difficult <laughs> word to say. Procured. That's hard to pronounce. Hello, outtakes listeners. How you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where I know it's going. Uh, well, and as as Amy has touted many times, she loves your wife. She does. I have a funny story about her. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, um, have you you guys have all seen This Is Us, right? No. The TV show? But I know nah. it's like every week it's like heartbreaking uh, and yeah. people are. I watched just, season well, one. And, uh, and I decided I just didn't want to cry during television anymore. So I stopped there, watching. <laughs> yeah, we watching I've heard it. horrible things. We were watching it last night, and the uh, one of the characters is looking at her wedding ring, you know, for her, and her husband's dead. And she's Spoiler. Her, Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she's just staring at, she's staring at her wedding ring, and my wife's like, if you died, I don't think I'd ever take my wedding ring off. And I looked at her, and I was like, you ain't wearing your wedding ring right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, damn it, he died. I got to put it back on now. <laughs> That's funny. It's well, uh, not. It's not Gaston. It's Gastamy. Yeah, Gastamy. Gastamy <laughs> just sounds like I ate too many beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. I that's mean, why you're here's the bad what, guy. Here's what'll happen. I'm gonna eat too many beans. Like I'm gonna eat homemade chili that has keep like, her two away of the, from the pitchforks. Two of the big can. Yeah, keep me away that's from the torches. That's why she's evil. That's well, why she's evil. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to like hotbox Punxsutawney Phil in his underground <laughs> lair and just like hotbox him out, man. Oh. And if this if this doesn't go in the outtakes, then oh. this show has really got problems. Oh. That does has, not oh, need to be no in the There's no question intro. about that. Yeah, the show has problems, but that's neither here nor there. Hotbox yeah. Phil should be the name of the, the episode. Oh, no, you can't go naming the episode. <laughs> Any sir, name, you get are, down, sir. Or the answer makes the name, sir. <laughs> you're not even the fourth host. You're, oh, wow. you're not even the fourth host, man. We're not getting there today. No. But... Jingle bell, jingle bam.